I'm Will King from Wind Waker. What's up? We're here. We're partying. <laughs> yeah, interview under fire. Uh, let's get it. So everyone who's listening, obviously, I'm going to welcome you all back to a new episode of IUF. Sunny mm-hmm. here as always. And today I have the honor of speaking with the talented frontman, Will King. Man, Will, you know, thank you so much for joining our IUF series, bro. You know, we are here, obviously, at an exciting time for you and the rest of the guys over at Wind Waker, right? With the drop of your yeah. highly anticipated debut album, Love Language, which is set to release yeah. May 6th, right around the corner on Fearless. Yeah. You know, I want to start things off, Will, by commending you on all the well-deserved recognition this has been getting so far, bro. I mean, especially with those singles that dropped, Beautiful, Lucy, Glow, Superstitious Fantasy. I mean, there's just so much to discover about this release and what you're all about. But Mm -hmm. before we get to all that, let's exhale, all right? Okay. I'm going to start off. I'm (laughs) going to take it back to basics with a question that means a lot these days. How are you? (laughs) First off. I'm good. I'm good. What is is life like down under in 2022? Um, I mean, it's still like pretty weird. Um, I'm sure you like, you you still feel like within the industry, everything is like, we're picking up the pieces again. Is everything Everything going to be the same again? I always always think about that sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like, will everyone come back to a social norm? Because I feel like that that amount of time of introspection has completely changed the way people interact socially now. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, like, if you've been to any shows, but, like, people are just so different. Um, not sure if that's, like, a bad thing. Like, I think the, the switch, like, the polarity has been changed from, like, everyone was super external, and then there was a lot of time for, you know, like, to reflect internally, and now everyone's coming back to learning how to be social again and and that's the dynamic i i feel it at shows particularly has just changed a lot um even in our writing process because this album we did mostly over zoom calls and stuff as well yeah because uh, yeah. we're, we're a diy band so everything is done by our drummer chris uh i engineered a lot of the vocals in this room, we managed to get into some Airbnbs and, and do some stuff, but that was like in the small windows where there were like, you know, restrictions were eased and that sort of thing. But for the most part, yeah, like I think it's just everything is, uh, it's been different and I I've definitely feel mentally more stable because it gave me a lot of time to, you know, spend some time with my family and actually like step away from music because um, six to seven years we were just like gunning at it in the local scene and uh it gave us a lot of time to just step back and be like all right let's just be mature about like where we want to go we don't have to worry about like you know hitting numbers or anything anymore because the whole scene's dead (laughs) everyone's just inside uh so yeah this album i think is a lot more true to um where we came from because like i'm i'm in my hometown at the moment uh i moved out of melbourne uh, in Australia, back to um, Coolman, New South Wales in Australia. Yeah. Complete isolated space. And I've just had so much time to just think uh, and take part in some uh, psychedelic substances and just like have, you know, just like shift my perspective there. Are you giving me the thumbs up? That's what the it way was? to do it, man. That's the way to do it, bro. Yeah. I feel like I feel like a lot of us, I feel like we're all of, all of us are still like, I don't know if anything's ever going to change again for for the better. Mm. I mean, for the you know forever, because like let's say, yeah, you know, the next show I go to, you're always going to think about, man, we just came out of a pandemic. It's going to be like that for the rest of our lives. Like, how were you during? We somehow managed to age two years. Yeah, you know? I wonder what it's going to be like for kids, like growing oh, up oh. with masks and stuff. Like their perception of reality is going to be completely different to like. So it's, it's, it's crazy you say that because uh, so yeah. both of my brothers are teachers, right? Mm-hmm. So my, my older brother teaches second grade and then my younger sister, she's graduating high school this year and her junior year and senior year, she didn't have a chance to experience it like the way we did. You know, she yeah. had to wear a mask and they had to do Zoom calls, all yeah. these things. And it really makes you become appreciative of like simple thing, like going out to a show. At least for me, yeah. it was the same way, you know? Yeah. And and I don't know if you wanted to add something to that, but but Will, um, you talking about you know gunning at this for seven 
something years, right? Yeah. I yeah. I, I want to call out something to you that may be familiar with a lot of people out there. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda. And there's not <laughs> the reason why I say that. Stop. Stop. That's it. We're just nah, gonna stop it right there. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Man, as soon as I as soon as I saw that, I'm like, okay, it has to be. It has to be. I mean, there's, yeah. there's no way there's no other connection to it besides yeah. that. But man, I mean, I can't, I can't even dodge that one. It's like yeah, I I grew up in Nintendo sixty four. Me and my brother fucking fighting over Game who's player here. one. I got my uh, I got my N sixty four. I got my Super Nintendo. I got my Nintendo GameCube. I got my Wii. All in the mm. next room. But having what? said all that, I want to wind the clock back, Will. Okay. To two thousand four, maybe even before that, because for fans and listeners who may not know, okay, you guys are from now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it Wagga Wagga? New yeah, South so, Wales. Uh, Wagga Wagga is. Is Wagga Wagga. Okay, the okay, biggest okay. inland city in in uh, Australia, kind of a really? flex, but it's it's still okay, yeah. There's okay. like not much here. There's like three McDonald's and and a couple that's of a, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, if it's you, important. The, the thing is, I, I you know, if you could just briefly talk about that you know defining moment in your life that led to the beginning of Wind Waker with you, Jesse, Andy, and Chris, and to what it is today, because you guys have been on. Yeah. quite the journey i imagine you know how did you four come together in the end and realize yeah. that this is what you wanted to do with your life yeah so that's that's obviously a question uh we've been asked a lot of times so i'll try to you know switch it up and, and tell it differently but yeah that story like i mean is it, it different it, each time kinda, <laughs> yeah no nah, it's good uh we kind of so we all like met around the end of high school because we're all at like different schools in the area, all all rural boys, and and you know, caught the bus into school, that sort of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, we were doing like we, we were aware of each other, like just in an acquaintance, um, and then we all kind of like moved out of town. Uh, I moved to Canberra in um, like in Australia. Uh, I moved there to do architecture. And I was working in a hotel, just like completely monotonous. I knew like it, it just wasn't going to last kind of thing. Um, and then we all like went to a music festival and saw a bunch of bands. This is before we were like even really uh, that like heavily involved in music or the scene. Like we Which didn't really know was anyone. It? Uh, it was Warp Tour in Canberra. Wow. So it, yeah, Warp Tour was like not Gosh. even really a thing in Australia. It was like kind of it they did it a couple of times just to test the waters and it just like didn't profit well at all. <laughs> really? Like kind of a flop, yeah. Um so we saw Tonight Alive and and Hands Like Houses which are Australian acts. Yeah. Um and it, like we all went back to just the shade uh or the only shade we could find and we kind of had this like epiphany moment where we're like, what if we all just took like a year off our jobs just to see like what would happen kind of thing, like f feel it out because we're all young. We're not going to be able to like get this time to, you know, just kind of piss away the time <laughs> um, before life hits us. Like, and we were very aware of that. Uh, so we, I ended up moving from Canberra to Wagga where they were like still up. Um, and we'd just jam. We played like, you know, a few pubs, we'd just do covers. Uh, and then, I don't know, there was this kind of like, we, we passed this threshold where it was like, okay, this, this could be something that we could actually like pursue seriously. Mm -hmm. uh, somewhere along the line, we decided probably within a year to move to Melbourne. And the second we got to Melbourne, just the cultural shift of like how important arts is there. Uh, and I'm like hella autistic. So I, I hit there and I was like, oh my God, people think like differently here. Like I've been pigeonholed in the country where everyone's like nine to five trades. This is all that kind of exists. Uh, and yeah, that, that for all of us was like a really like defining moment in our lives, like a liberating period of just like, mm -hmm. let's just ride the wave as, as long as it feels good and it still feels good. So we're still doing it. You know, at that time, and you're telling me like everything that you went through, you know, that warp tour and then moving. I mean, do you think that was a lot for you? Like at that time, did you know what you were going to do? It's like, at, uh, at, no, any, I was point, at any point, at any point. Yeah. Okay. See, at any point, any point, I was going to ask, man, I'm weighing over at my head. What, what the hell am I doing with my life? You know, it's because it's a yeah. scary thing to just drop everything, which I've done, you know, mm. and, and you just go out and do your own thing. Looking back, do you feel like 
would you have done anything differently? It's that's hard a, to say because it's question. it's like really really like when you when you like when you have some sort of trajectory set up, all you can really focus on is like you you sort of get tunnel vision. And you're like, this is what I'm going to achieve, kind of thing. Like I, I'm pretty, I'm more mindful and present of what's happening now these days, just because the experiences I've had over the past couple of years. Um, but yeah, back then I was just like, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And I was just chasing whatever feeling would like give me some sort of high. But uh, in hindsight, um, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if I would have done anything differently. It's like life kind of just played out how it played out. Uh, and I mean, I was on hella money back then. <laughs> Yeah. compared to now so th that kind of hurts a bit that aspect but i know like you know i i don't know if i would be happy doing and i don't know if i would have like regrets in the back of my mind of like you know I i'm making hella money but i wish i would have just at least tried this because that feeling when we're at that festival like it was indescribable as all of us felt this like energy that was like fuck, like, this is the time. This is our time to, like, try this. Uh, and then, yeah, since then, we've just chased it, honestly. Yeah, and now you're signed with Fearless. <laughs> so that's Let's go. That, Let's that's, go. A pretty, that's a pretty big step. So may, may I remind yeah. you that you've come a oh, long man. way to get to where you are right now. Now, talking about, before I touch on this album here, because there's so much I want to touch on to you as far as the music, but, man, you're talking mm. about, like, the live music experience, right? Because... I know okay. a lot of us these days don't want to go back to 2020, but like 2020, right? I feel like we all grew in a way in that year and staying yeah, busy yeah. during the pandemic was definitely important. But, you know, aside from the music, you know, Will, uh, did that time open up maybe new things for you that, that you may not have discovered before about yourself that you can take forward with you? You know? That yeah, it, it definitely made me realize how distracted I was and also just how tired I was like, I was just absolutely like, and the guys I'm sure would relate to this. We were just like, uh, just like really like slamming ourselves mentally and in, in just wanting to reach, like hit those, we'd just like tick a goal off, tick a goal off, tick a goal off. And it, there were all these benchmarks and outside of our little bubble, there was a whole life that we were missing out on. So, yeah. um, I mean... Like, walking into shows now, like, the ambience is so cool because it's just, like, everything's alive again. Or kind of. Everything's, yeah. you know, coming back, it's it's rejuvenating. But, uh, yeah, that time in uh, when everything essentially froze was, like, so important to just, like, reinventing ourselves and being, like, holy shit, we've been missing out on so much for, like, six to seven years that we were just, we were naive. We just rushed into it and... Um, th yeah, things like, like love and relationships and all sorts of stuff that, I mean, a lot of our relationships collapsed because, uh, like in our personal lives, yeah, just because we were so, uh, selfish in, in just pursuing this thing and, and wanting success. Uh, and I think we're, we're definitely more just chasing feeling now. Like even in our writing session the other day, um, we set up a, just at Lalex, uh, our drummer's house. Um, we set up like a little space and did a DIY vocal booth and all that sort of stuff. And we were just like drinking beers and chilling. Like there was absolutely no stress and we're just talking life and all that sort of stuff. And I think the pandemic, like as, as much as it, it's been a tragic thing, uh, it's, it was like much needed and we didn't realize, I don't know if it's, has it been like that for you? Like, have you know, you, as you're telling me about this stuff, so I've never thought of this way. For some reason, this just popped in my mind. The pandemic? Mm. Do yeah. you feel this way? It almost feels like the blip in Avengers when everyone disappeared for like five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, because like, everyone... It's like, yeah, chilling in the back, having beers with my, you know, uh, my friends and stuff like that. I never had a chance to actually really do that mm. until the pandemic, if that makes sense. I was always just going 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 you know and then finally when it hit it was like okay now i can yeah. get to i can get a chance to catch up on all the shit that i just didn't do and then mm. once april hit then may hit then june hit and i was like 
well, shit, I got to find a way to be productive. And all of a sudden yeah. you look back and here we are, you and me are talking about something that we aged in two years from, I can't even begin to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's it's like, so fast. It, do, it doesn't even so feel crazy. like 2022. Dude. No, man, like, and uh, right. 2022. That's so weird. And I, if you think about it, yeah. but yeah, you, you know what I'm saying though? It's, it's like, yeah, and, uh, I'm it's, a nerd. So I have to pull that perspective out there out, out of the, out of the blue, but what? Yeah, like the whole the blip. We're like we're in that. It's like the two yeah. years that went by. Everyone disappeared. We just switched into the multiverse somehow. Yeah, that's so yeah it, I think exactly. it's like even with like mental health awareness as well. It's um, it's like everyone was collectively in shambles now. So there's, mm-hmm. I guess people have a lot more like empathy towards others in in terms of like oh yeah we're all going through shit. Like Definitely. everyone is damaged and suffering in some way. So this time that like everything's coming back, it's, I, f- I just feel like people appreciate just the small things even more like going out for like a pub feed or like going to get a beer. It feels so much more of like an event now as opposed I know, to the, dude, uh, back then, night. back then a show was, I was, I don't know about you, but I was at a show like every week before the shutdown, mm. you know, and now I'm going back to a show again, you know, going to see Herman Lee and dragon force uh, this past Friday. It just, that was an event like confetti was ever i'm just looking around yeah. and i'm like this is crazy like this used to be yeah. like a simple thing now i'm really i it's just again i I'm, i sound like a broken record but it's like you are really appreciative of what you're doing and i feel like you yeah. are too and uh, in a way would you say that you have a newfound appreciation of the live concert experience now considering you are a performer you do take the stage you do for sure that energy that you feed off from the crowd like it's it makes up who you are will you know yeah for sure yeah definitely um i think like because we just we just did our first shows back and and uh we played a festival as well on new year's and how was um, that was that was that weird at all like kind of getting back into the oh stage? it was like it was okay weird. this is stage right this is stage left uh, okay, I gotta make sure I jump on this part. All right, all right, okay. You, st- <laughs> you know, it's something like, like coordinating between your bands. Yeah, I mean, the uh, there was still an aspect where, like, you know, um, uh, that the anxiousness of uh, like the nervousness of it all kind of like overshadowed for a little bit, which is you know, that's pretty standard for artists. But um, I do recall maybe midway through the set, there was this moment. That like clicked, and I could see it in like Indian Jesse when we hit like a flow state of just uh-huh. like, oh, everyone's like we're back kind of thing. Uh, there's just such a difference to like singing in your room or whatever to, oh, like obviously there's um, an playing in front of a crowd it. because you're all like creating this moment kind of thing. Like every single person in the crowd is equally important because like if. If we weren't on stage, then they would just be standing there cheering to nothing. And if we were just on stage and there was nobody there, then it would like, what would it be? So every, every single person is like a key player in, in making something out of thin air kind of thing. Yeah. You get what I mean? It's like, it doesn't just appear. It's not like a promoter just types something up and then, oh, a moment is made. It's like things just happen on stage and things happen in the audience, like circle pits and rowboats and all that sort of stuff. It's. I don't know. I've got a new, newfound appreciation for just like every second, like things just spawn and and moments happen, and I want to pay more attention to just like you know not not losing those moments. Back in you know back in the day, I was just about to say back in the day, which was two years ago. But like nowadays, it's like if someone if if I were to make last minute plans, I will do it in a heartbeat because you never know what's going to happen. You know, and I've lost a oh, lot yeah. of friends. I've lost friends in the last couple years you know who are no yeah. longer here so i'm sure it's the same way with everyone else everyone listening to this yeah. podcast with you your family members your bandmates mm. now and i feel like we could go that in a little further but man let's transition bro because speaking of uh being a key player out of thin air i got one word for you will <laughs> toxic i'm gonna give it some context <laughs> here okay <laughs> for people who have no idea what the fuck i'm talking about uh, this, this, this leads into, and I mean, Britney Spears toxic. All right. Let me be clear. This leads yeah. into the debut album, love language. And you can tell it however you like, because this drops on May 6th, the fearless records. Now, uh, I want to talk about fearless records really quick, really quick, because coming yeah. out the gate swinging, bro, but man, this makes you label mates 
alongside bands like August Burns Red, which is one of my favorites. I mean, Ice Nine mm. Kills, Star Set, Wage War. They're your label mates, man. You know, I mean, what's the what do you what goes through your head when you hear something like that? What's the feeling like kicking this new chapter, even just the first chapter of the band off with a label like Fearless, man? I'm gonna give the floor over to you. I know you're holding it all in. I'm gonna mute myself. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't even had time to process that because, like, Take all the of the singles right have Take been the time right now. I'll breathe. I'll breathe. <laughs> all of the singles have been three weeks apart. Yeah. Which I think is ridiculous. Is that <laughs> a ridiculous thing? Nowadays, it doesn't. Uh, nowadays, it's it. That's fine. Yeah. Life is yeah, short. Yeah. People man. consume. You gotta, and... you gotta come out swinging, bro. Yeah. Um. I mean, like being label mates with with those bands. Uh, we still feel completely disconnected from, from that concept nah, because really like we've had communications with, <laughs> what's that? Y'all are wherever you, where you belong. Trust me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's, it's just not, it's not real yet. I think it'll be real when we start to interact with, mm-hmm. with these figures. Um, cause right now, like, like we do have a, we, we've got a tour coming up with I prevail and motionless. Um, I wish I was at that. That's a tour uh, I want to be at. You guys got to bring that to the states, man. I know dude, that's can, a lot. Start a GoFundMe for you. A lot from someone like me, <laughs> but man, I the tours that you guys are having there, especially and bring make them suffer with you, man. That's like the bill of. Ooh. Oh. Anyway, Ooh. I'm just a fan out there, but this is gonna be her yeah, worldwide. They're, they're them podcast, boys. So. They're them boys. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Who who do you know from Make Them Suffer? Sean like Nick. Sean. Oh, Sean. Yeah, Sean yeah, yeah. was on our show, uh, man, and he's. He's one of the such a nice guy, man. I mean, yeah, he's lovely, so humble. Lovely. And I know the band mm-hmm. has gone through some lineup changes, but man, they're still kicking it. And that was yeah. a big part of that record. I mean, I know we're talking about make them suffer here just just a little bit. That record helped me get through a lot of 2020, really. Um, How to Survive a Funeral. Yeah. If you guys haven't picked that up, pick that up definitely. And then, and yeah. then you know, it's just it, it's really cool to see like uh, you guys down there, you know, Wind Waker and, and doing the things that you guys are doing. You guys have really developed this grew this metal community down there where i'm just itching to go down there just to go to a show in australia that's what i want to do like a metal show and just go batshit crazy yeah. but again that's yeah. the fan that's the fan in me you've, Will. you've heard of unifier take it i did i did yeah that's that's kind of like i feel like unify is like the showcase of of bands that are going to be like because australia's and i've said this a few times australia's like become this like launch pad for bands where we'll just like Develop an artist, send them over. Develop an artist, send them overseas. Unify Festival, did it already happen this year or is it still? uh, Yeah, it's already happened. Okay. So is that, uh, you know, uh, for our listeners, like Unify Festival, is that the show to be at Australia? I know you guys have download. I know you guys have big sound. Um, It's definitely, it's, there's, Unify has almost become like, because like UNFD is a label. Right. Um, Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, uh, but Unify sense. as a community, it's it's uh, it's literally like a subculture at, at this point. Like the the people that are involved in in like going to Unify and all that. Like you'll get to Unify and people will there'll be like elders. They'll like show you around the the campground. This yeah. is just like random people, um, and it's like not overly like moderated, like not like super heavy security. It's just like a really like tight knit community of like like-minded people um and yeah the showcases from bands like you'll have young bands that you'll just see like climb the lineup um because it's predominantly australian acts uh when they hit the top it's like you'll just send them overseas and uh, like you know bands like alpha wolf polaris like all those bands really grew from from so so i can imagine it's almost like a kind of like a scouting venture for for bands like people who want to you know to be heard around mm. the world, that's where you want to make your debut. You know, like that's where you yeah. want to showcase what you're about. One hundred percent. And I'm making a mental list in my head, Will. All right. So when I go come down there, that's the festival that I I do want to I, I immerse myself within. You know, the metal culture in Australia because it is alive. It is well. I mean, oh yes. Uh, I believe you know we talked about make them serve. They just played a show I think not too long ago, and the crowd. Holy shit! I mean, I've seen some crazy crowds here in the states. But you guys know how to throw down in Australia. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, and- I think with the states is like there's some, like not to like diss the states or anything, but there's mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's very overly saturated. 
So Australia, there's like a handful of bands, and this is what I mean about like developing bands, right? So you'll have like some high-level promoters here who like kind of run the show and and like um, some of the radio stations, that sort of thing. They'll like kind of watch a band. As that band like kind of grows, they'll they'll really like push them hard and that is enough to like sort of win over that that unify community as long as that you know they're making yeah. music that's that's you know hitting and and slapping uh and then that becomes like this launch pad where we just send them overseas and then everyone in the states is like you know what what's what's in australian water like what's <laughs> what's with this metalcore scene in australia really it's just we pay close attention to these people are our friends, right? Like all these yeah, young yeah. bands, are, we're, we're very tight-knit with them. They've been punters at shows who have just decided, hey, I want to start a band, and, and then eventually they're just the next big thing in Australia and they're overseas, and that's, that's kind of how it works. It's super basic here. It's not like a, fight, like a dog fight where everyone's competing for the top. It's like kind of like a relay, like everyone's just you know passing along the baton, gets overseas, helps the young young ones up and that's kind of where we're at now like we've been helped up a lot by um just so many of the the bands that are getting over uh like Polaris have given us so much advice um yeah with, and, and and deservedly so it's it's really cool to see I and mean, you know hopefully you know it's it's one thing to take in from another band who's been at the game for a while like Polaris and then mm, you guys could probably yeah. do something like this in the future for another up and coming band it's really nice yeah. to see bands yeah helping each other when it brings them on tour and then we mm. get all the exposure, you know, it gets, it gets known worldwide from a, from a bigger band like Polaris, which you guys will get there at some point. And I, and I believe that wholeheartedly, you know, and speaking of which, man, I, I know we kind of veered off here, but man, if everyone doesn't know, listen, <laughs> listen, listen to that Britney Spears toxic cover by these guys. Cause it is. A thing of beauty, <laughs> don't, right? don't, it really don't, is. Don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna play it right now, but no. maybe, maybe we'll play it at the end of the end of the interview. We'll see. <laughs> Will's like, oh my god, what have I gotten myself into? But hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing, man. Right? Epic child, though. De- debut album. Let me repeat that here. Debut album. Okay. You know, yeah. as I was listening to Love Language, uh, good lord. I mean, metalcore, new metal. There was rap. There was EDM. Like all in one listen, I felt like I was listening to so many talented artists. But it was all one. It was fused into one. I mean, here you are, man. You know, new year, new album, new chapter yeah. even for the band. You know, pressure. Was there any such thing as pressure for you? Well, when you decided to sit down and write oh, this album, no. considering, no. I mean, <laughs> not at all. No, not, no. Not, um, the, pressure, the pressure honestly came from, and this is like in the, in the pandemic because we we're all separated from each other. Like yeah, our yeah. writing process for our Empire EP was we're all together and we sat around and we wrote, you know, some some metalcore songs and we're like, yeah, this is this is it. Let's put it on a CD, put it out. Like it was literally that simple. Um, this one, we're all off in our own world. So I was off listening to psych music. Indy was listening to like core. Um, Lalik, our, our drummer, was listening to um, like a, yeah, a lot of EDM and like Grimes and Poppy and that okay. sort of thing. And our guitarist Jesse is just full, just beat down, heavy, uh, like tech, like the it's faceless like a and perfect fusion within the band members. Well, you you would think so until you actually get to gluing things together, and then it becomes a lot more difficult. Uh, so I would say there was there was like a a surplus of uh, ideas where it, it we would come with just so many ideas that it was like how how do we make this work uh, coherently? Um, it was never like, we were never nervous about um, the music, like, you know, not coming together as such. It was just like, there were so many ideas that were like, what do we actually keep mm-hmm. kind of thing. So we we had like so many ideas that we just needed to, to make it work as an album. And that was, that was the hardest part was how do we piece this together chronologically, uh, lyrically, like, storyline as well how do we make this work as one thing and not have people go this is just like a clusterfuck of messy sounds and which Uh, which i gotta ask i gotta say this because the flow of the songs i don't know how you guys did it but from one song to the next it was just the perfect flow i feel like each song also complemented the previous one 
and all the way from Lucy to the dopamine freestyle. There's some sneaky things going on. That is one song I just kept hitting. I think I I think I broke the replay button on that on my what on dopamine? Dopamine freestyle. I don't know. That needs to be the next single. All right. Yeah. <laughs> if that, I don't know what you can and cannot say, but man, from that to trenches to hide and seek, another one of my favorites on that record. These aren't singles, by the way. These are like some of my favorites. I mean, you guys have set the bar here pretty high here, Will. I hope you know that because there's a lot of genre bending going on. I mean, even I mentioned the other genres, like other genres you had. You had samples, you yeah. had loops, you had these electronic tones yeah. and synths. It was heavy as hell. Dude, you saying that is what put, puts pressure on us. So I'm going <laughs> to block my ears <laughs> and just be like, oh, this is subpar. I'm All right, we're just going to end it right there. I, yeah. I, I, I wonder how difficult it was to pick out the singles of this album you know how did you just sit down and be like guys what are we gonna do like how do we present this how um, do we okay. build this up dopamine, uh, loaded, loaded question i know but i think it's an important yeah. one um so obviously there were a few that um i mean not to like to put the label on this like or management or anything like that but there were a few singles that were uh, like songs like Lucy, where it was like, this is an easy listening song. This is like something people will play at the gym. Like it's not over the top because like a lot of a lot of the music is like overstimulated um, because we we like, you know, intended to write it that way. There's so many different things going on. So, uh, so yeah, a song like Lucy was like, oh, this is an obvious choice for a single because, you know, people will just play it in their car on road trips and, and vibe out. Uh this, some of the songs like Dopamine, it was like, do we unleash this as a single or is this one of the songs that we'll just organically pick up? Um, so we chose not to do Dopamine as, as a single because we just we, we have the belief that it'll just hit the algorithm some way or, or like, you know, people will like word of mouth it. Yeah. Um, so we um, kind of took um, a reverse approach on singles. We're like, let's pick some of the songs that, like, you know, a passable and, and safe, um, enough to invite people into the record without giving too much away. Because I'm sure you've, like, listened to the record. There's, there's over, things that over and over. Will, I did. <laughs> will curveball people enough to, to replay it without it being a single. Right. And uh, the I was just thinking about this as you were telling me all this, because, you know, did you know that from day one, when love mm -hmm. language was being recorded did you know that it was going to sound like this today in other words how much did things change when you first started to where you ended up finishing it hmm that is a good question um i don't know i think like the entire process of us writing is uh, we write like very intuitively so we don't really come in with expectations at all yeah. Um, like, I think we had a fair inkling of where we wanted to go. We wanted, like, a lot more electronics than, than our Empire EP. Uh, but how that developed was, like, purely off a gut feeling. We are like, oh, let's, yeah, let's ride this wave and, and see where it takes us. And then it ended up taking us in some obscure directions where we were, like, writing songs that literally just got bent because we're like, nah, this is just ridiculous now. Let's pull it in, guys. Uh, let's be let's be mature about this. This is, this is kind of dumb. Um Funnily enough, some of that will probably be on on album two, just because it's you know, oh, dude, we've, we've stretched <laughs> you're, the walls. You're a teasing bit. it hard, man. We're already, it hasn't even come out. <laughs> I just pull out my iPhone now, Dropbox. Like, like, by the way, here you go, Sonny. Um, now, now, I want I want to ask you this because you yeah. mentioned it earlier during the interview. Um, mm. You're a vocalist, Will. I want people to know this because oh. how is the composition of the songs different for you? <laughs> yeah, you're a vocalist. Yeah. How is the composition of the songs different for you as opposed to the other members of the band? In other words, in what order mm. do you come in on the final draft process of all this? Um, it depends. Like sometimes, because uh, like we will like sit around and and uh, like Jesse will will send through riffs and we'll spitball some melodies and that sort of thing. Uh, we're very like adamant on on having some sort of hook before we we build around a song. Cause like I feel like if you if you don't have a like a, a a decent, and this is more for like the the commercial songs on the oh, on the record, okay, the more accessible okay. songs, uh, we would like kind of come up with something like four chordy or like just basic like the skeleton of something, 
Um, I would like bounce back a melody that'll be like, yeah, that's sick, or nah, that's that's a that's an L. Let's just put this in a folder. <laughs> uh, and if something hit, that's that's what like creates the synergy of like, let's ride that wave and and let's go with that and and just feel it out. Um, but yeah, the writing process, uh, it was it was pretty much the same as the the first EP. Is just we came in with a lot more influences and we had been, I think listening to music was the most important part about this, this album was we had just been listening to, we had gone through so many different genres, like listening to just different stuff in our own like space. Uh, But yeah, how, how it all came together is just, yeah, a lot of, a lot of ideas and, and uh, how I fit into the mix, I guess is, I don't know. I just go with the flow. Some some songs, oh, I have just like you know come in with voice memos and been like, what can we do with this? Other songs like dopamine. Uh, so dopamine, I had uh, what was it like a two and a half? Am am I allowed to reference drugs on this? Yeah, yeah, dude. Okay, this yeah, is yeah. this okay. is you have no filter. Word word. So kind of like halfway through the pandemic, um, I was. Uh, dabbling in like microdosing and that sort of thing mm-hmm. um and one night i was like no i, I, I really want to see what would happen like just because i was watching like beatles documentaries and stuff on sergeant pepper i was like fuck it i, I just want to see what would happen if i was to um drop a couple of tabs and and jump into the booth uh so i ended up like just putting on a loop of different youtube beats maybe for three or four hours like time dilates so heavily when you're on acid that i I was just like i'd I'd drag them in as mp3s um just in a row and click record and spitball some stuff um and i ended up waking up the next morning and i was like oh there's some actual excerpts here of like it wasn't screamed or anything it was just um freestyled is this something that you like you like saved on your phone and you just kept like samples no like, this something like that this was like uh this was like proper like i would, oh, like, I would like, set it up in the like session in the actual, and, oh wow okay yeah yeah yeah. um and i ended up waking go, up the next morning go big or go home <laughs> yeah yeah uh and i woke up because some of these things were like i know that i couldn't have written in a state of like you know sober consciousness because i would either be like too nervous or or just um you know, those, there's those, like, mental blocks where you're, like, yeah. expectations set in, right? And there were just moments in that sort of post-acid break where I was like, oh, this, is, this could be something if I screamed it. Or, um, and then, yeah, I came across that, that fucking bit in dopamine. Um, uh, the, what was it? The inner to inner, feel like a badass road. I kill up a kid, yeah. down, like yeah. you know, that that bit, see, and see, I was like, oh part. shit. <laughs> so walk me through this. Uh, like for example, when you're presenting that verse to the crowd, yeah, can can you get into that mental state again without the, you know, without the substance? You know what I'm saying? Like like oh um uh I mean it's a tricky question. Maybe not, I know, but it's like maybe like, not as like authentically, but. But it's um I've heard the song enough times that it's in that sort of like those characteristics are now ingrained into into uh, okay, the persona okay. of where we're headed. So when I when I walk out on stage and I know the other guys are totally like this, we separate into our own worlds like five minutes before a set. Um, yeah, I, I'm I come from a place that's like like just before I go on stage, I come from a place that's completely separated from. Uh, I guess being a human <laughs> and world, I just go somewhere much. else. Uh, you're, sometimes you're, you're just away from substances. everything pretty much away from everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You're Disconnect where you need to be at that moment yes. in your life. Right. And well, you don't even have to. And here's the thing. Don't even worry about explaining that to me. I want you to keep that to mm-hmm. yourself because that is something okay. that is unique about you will. And I think that's, that's what makes you special. That what's that's what makes Wind Waker's sound even more unique because you have that, and kind of have that, that mystery where you keep that to yourself. And it's like, okay, this is mm. where I belong. No one's gonna know about this. You know, this yeah. is the way how I do yeah. things my way. And I feel mm. like that all that also kind of gives you that edge you need when you actually go out to the stage and do your fucking shit out there. You know, 
What? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I feel like, yeah. like I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot of energy right now, man. I, I need to see you guys live. Now we need to oh, yeah. get you Do you play music, Sonny? I play violin and bass. Hey. So I come from a music-oriented nice. family. Both of my brothers are drummers. Uh, my mom is actually a recording artist from back home. She's a singer. Um, I'm from yeah. Bangladesh, by the way. So I moved here into the States in like the early 90s. And then my right. sister is a viola player. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's just it's just ingrained in our bodies, man. So mm. and yeah, it's, it's the coding. And, 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 and here's the thing. I have my own. Uh, this may sound cheesy, but we all have our what do you call it? Um, our own realm, so to speak, that mm. no one is able to reach no matter how the it's fuck un- you try yeah, to, it's no untouchable matter, no matter how the fuck you try to explain it to other people and that's mm-hmm. and that's why i want you know i i'm repeating myself you know this publication is about finding the authenticity within my guest you know it's not just another interview right that's why oh. i want i want to give you the chance to talk about that because i feel like that's what makes each person i talk to unique because i'm hearing that within your compositions i'm hearing that within your lyrics i'm hearing that within every second that passes on love language you know i feel right. like it's, it's no this is this is all being a front yeah i'm acting right now <laughs> oh. i'm out <laughs> yeah i'm out fuck this <laughs> oh yeah. yeah okay i appreciate that though, dude like that you're not just like spitballing like that's well, no that's kind of like what i worry about when i go into th- these sort of situations like interview type stuff is like that they're just gonna give okay. me like Dude, I have, dude, yeah. I, I was the shyest dude like 10 years ago. I didn't know how to hold yeah. a fucking conversation with anybody. All right. So yeah. I know exactly where it's coming from. I mean, this is something that I owe it to myself to speak to awesome people like you yeah. to do what you do. So it's, well, it's really, it's awesome that we're connecting on this, yeah. but I, I get what you're saying. Oh, yeah. You, you're in that mental mm-hmm. state before you go out on stage. You got to be in that mental state where, you know, it's, that's yeah. just the way it is. It's a part of you. It's ingrained in your DNA. Now between writing and, and structuring the songs and then the production process. I mean, you've talked about how you guys took a part in the production. Keep all this in mind as I'm asking this. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you're acting at any point. But the lyricism throughout this album, <laughs> the lyricism throughout this album, okay? I feel like this is important because the bulk of it centers around adolescence, identity, mm. belonging, yeah. nostalgia, you know, death, especially yeah. at a time like today, man. I feel like it really resonates with a lot of people. You know, you have a song yeah. like Beautiful, for example, right? The single. And that is about how it would feel to be someone uh, or something else in what is obviously very much a chaotic world to exist mm. in right now. And then you have a song like Lucy, which is about your first psychedelic experience, which occurred. I have a date right here, January yeah. 1st of 2019. Hey. You know, uh, you know, <laughs> themes and concepts, all that in between. Is that a big component to songwriting for a band like Wind Waker? I think, yeah, it's it's slowly bleeding in because, like, I guess a lot of the way we used to write was would come in just with all this energy and would would try to write something that we thought was hype, which, I mean, it writing something that is hype is, is uh, in like, in the sense of it being, like, you know, catchy or, or whatever. Um, that just stems from the, the stuff that you're... Uh, digesting and the stuff you're listening to mm-hmm. so everything that like comes out is like it, even just like watching movies and stuff like that all of that like hype is is things that uh you're trying to translate from what you've you've heard or what you feel so um i don't know the I don't know how to answer that question. We need to like hang out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we, we, need, we, need, to drink, we, need, we need like a drink or something like that. This is, we're getting really yeah. like philosophical here, but I, I, wanted, I wanted to ask. <laughs> I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. Dude. <laughs> like, no rabbit holes, man. Here's the thing. I, I, I was yeah. going to ask you this, you know, talking about the songs. Do you ever fall into that trap? Will where you go back mm-hmm. and listen to the songs and be like, shit, I should have done it this way. <laughs> no, no, really? no, 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 no. That's great. Uh, no. And okay. We're all like this. Uh, so we're very like aware of, of where our, because uh, we come from, I guess, a technical, like a more technical, like in, in terms of like listening, we come from more technical background. Like we grew up listening to like Dream Theater and, and Meshuggah and stuff like that. Stuff that's like not like this post-hardcore, I guess, metalcore stuff that yeah. we're doing now. Um, no idea how, how that came about, but 
Um, I don't know. It's we're. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. Yo, I've been putting you on the spot this whole conversation. Yeah, I know. I know. These are like really curveball me. Um, you asked for it. You like curveball. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like curveball after curveball after curveball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you, but but that, I, I feel like that's a good thing you know you know the song is done in a way like when you go back and mm. hear a song like beautiful it's like okay i i sung it the way i wanted to sing it you know mm. i didn't want to like as let, like you perform it in the booth right well we just commit to it like yeah and then you, and then you take on, it on the, stage. on the spot we commit yeah uh but i don't know if like we listen to it i mean there has there have been times where i've been like you know, like on a technical level, I've been like, yeah, that could have been done better. But I don't know if that necessarily like sabotages the song for us. Like we don't like listen to it and be like, oh shit, like this sucks now because of that. It's more so like, oh, next time let's, and th these are more yeah. in production aspects, um, which is why it's, it's difficult to answer that question because it's like, yeah, there's definitely things that I would fix, but in committing to a sound, we definitely like will commit to something and move on because we know that it's like rel it's 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 relative to the moment. Like mm -hmm. it's it's capturing. It's almost like taking a photo or something. It's like that's just where we're at technically and and in our abilities, and and we'll just capture that. Yeah, like vibe okay. on that's the a, spot. That is a, a very good perspective to look at it that way when you mentioned it you know yeah i may could have i could have switched things around on this song but let's put yeah. it for album number two that's where yeah. the ideas come in you know and mm. I, I always wonder how much of or it album, just gets banned how many songs were <laughs> kind of just you know put onto the side that didn't make the album cut so yeah i was yeah. i always wonder about that you know i'm gonna finish up this conversation here with this very with this question here because Word. I feel I feel like this is how long have we been gone for, by the way? Almost an hour, man. Man, that went fast. <laughs> I'll that wrap it fast. up. I'll wrap it up here. Probably. You're good. <laughs> but, but man, you know, as you're telling me about your experiences, you know, whether it's with, you know, with your bandmates, you know, whatever it is that you take to get yourself within that mind state, whatever it is that you take, I don't care yeah. what it is. Yeah. Would you see love language as a snapshot of where you are in a certain time in your life looking back? Uh, Even your EP, for it, example. It was, uh, yeah, or all of all of the releases, are, and I, I feel like it's like this with most artists. It's it's indicative of the time, like it's it's a snapshot of like their mental state at the time, like which is why I mean, like in in terms of authenticity. You, you can't really go back and like, I mean, you can go back and shit on your old work or whatever, but it's to, to the audience, they're just, that's like something that they can like take and run with and it means something to them. So it's not even relative to time to the audience and listeners. Like they, they can stumble across something 10 years after it's released and it means something yeah. to them. It's new, it's fresh. Whereas to us, it's like you'll listen to something old and you'll be like, eh, like we weren't very good. Uh, and like, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely the music is a snapshot. L love language in itself is a snapshot of, of where, um, we were at, at the start of the pandemic and during, and then some of those, you know, some of the, the ambient moments or the interlude type stuff was, mm -hmm. was how we like glued it together and, and went, all right, let's just wrap this up and make it, you know, feel good. Cause all these elements together are just going to be like this dark mess because there is like a lot of darkness on the record alongside the the playfulness. So gluing all that together is like, yep, this is this is what this is where we were at, uh, and yeah, we're we're already into writing now. So we're I don't know, we're doing some new stuff, and hopefully it won't be too far off. We'll follow it up quick, but yeah. Man, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm really excited to see where you go from here, man. And from the truth, from what I'm saying, you've experienced plenty already in your career well you know and then some so mm. and it, it's almost like a proud moment for me as a fan to see where you guys started to where you are right now signing with the i mean if you're in good hands with fearless records let me just tell you that yeah. up front okay? oh, they're great they're great and dude. and uh it's just the beginning man of and again coming out the gate swinging you guys are doing that and 
man, yeah. I hope you guys do get a chance to come to the States and um, hopefully we can do one of these interviews in person with you and the boys. It'd be really cool. Yeah. I miss oh, doing that something you did. Yeah, we do interviews in person. Nice, yeah, that, nice. Usually when they come to yeah. Dallas, we do it actually in front of the venue. It really looks yeah. cool. So that's, what, that's the one thing that we missed during the pandemic was that, yeah, these interviews mm. are cool, the virtual interviews, but it was really more You've just had to uh, adapt. And uh, for any, everyone knows this, but reason why we call ourselves interview under fire, we would give you chicken wings and we would go hot sauce level higher with each question, with each topic hey. we're talking about. That's what we call ourselves that. <laughs> so, Sean the, Evans style. Yeah, so, so now, yeah, and we make our own hot sauce, by the way. We have our own staff. We make our own hot sauce, ghost pepper, Carolina Reaper, uh, ghost chili. Uh, I can't eat that shit anymore, but but we'll do it. I'll do it for you guys, all right? So it's going gonna, it's gonna nice. to be a hell of a time. So now... Let's finish this off with that surprise I was telling you about. Oh, all right. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. All right. Here's what I do. Ah. I'm going to do something fun here. Yeah. We've been serious, man. Let's tone it down. All right. We're going to do something here called the lightning round. <laughs> I'm going to go down the list. I'm going to ask you one or the other. You, have, you just have to think quick on your feet. Okay. 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 All right. Here we go. What's the capital of Australia? Uh, Canberra. All right, that was a test question. Green or blue? Uh, blue. Vegan or meat? Uh, middle. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. I'm I was a veggie for a bit. I'm now a, I'm back I'm, to mate. I'll I'm, probably I'm, go I'm, back I'm, to veggie. I'm in the middle too. Coffee or yeah, tea? Yeah, yeah. What was that? Coffee or tea? Uh, coffee. Yeah cats, yeah. cats or dogs? Cats. Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. Hell yeah. Oh, didn't hesitate. Pizza or barbecue? Uh, pizza. Climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Jump from a plane. Country or, <laughs> country or hip-hop? <laughs> hip-hop. All right. If you were to spend one day in the world of the last video game you played, where would you be and, and would you survive? That was a loaded question. Can you give me that one again? I, yeah. <laughs> I'm too, piecing together the video if game. To, if you were to spend one day in the world yeah. of the last video game you played, Ooh. Where would you be and would you survive? I would be in Dark Souls and I would not survive. I would be in Elden Ring. I definitely would not survive. That game has consumed <laughs> my life. I haven't played it yet, but good luck. Is that is that a normie game? I keep saying memes everywhere of that game. It's a uh, it's it uh it's like have you played Skyrim? That's like the only game I can yeah, compare it yeah, to. Yeah, That's yeah. it's like that, yeah. but it's like it's turn yeah. up a notch, bro. Like I'm like, what am but, I doing? I, dude, I played 15 hours of that game. Like the first week, yeah. I accomplished nothing. <laughs> that's that's how crazy it's been. Now it's like as I'm in you died a million times, or you were just I'm like just, I'm just lost. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to do with all. There's just so, but but that's the thing. It keeps you going back to the game, and yeah. once you want to figure out what's going on. But shout out to Elden Ring. So if you want to play it, just a warning. Make sure you have nothing planned for the next week or so or month. Hey, let's or get you. sponsorships. <laughs> or we, oh, yeah, <laughs> shout out to Elden Ring if you guys are hearing us. All right. All right. Uh, Halloween or Christmas? Uh, well, we don't really have Halloween here, so Christmas. Oh, Christmas. All right. L.A. or New York? Never been to either, but I hear L.A. is popping. All right. So L.A. it is. All right. This is a funny one because of what happened recently. Will Smith or Chris Rock? Oh, come on. No, no. Oh, shit. I mean, they're both fucking mentally unhinged right now. So I'm I, I either. <laughs> All right. Would you I can't rather... answer that? No, I can't answer that. I don't. <laughs> would you rather be able to move things with your mind or know the future? Oh, know the future for sure. Really? That would drive yeah, me dude. What? I don't like I'm not just going to like move a couch or something like I could just fucking move it myself <laughs> get what i mean like i'd love to see the future i'd just hit the hit the lottery numbers go full cap <laughs> all right we got a couple more left hopefully we can get through these if, if voldemort offered to give oh. you a hug would you accept uh yeah if if it was like full mouth mouth style i want to know how that felt because it and looked hey, pretty cool and, and hey who knows you could change tom riddle's life you know if you if you give him a hug who knows but then again, you probably wouldn't get the Harry Potter movies, but who knows? All right. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? Oh, talk to animals for sure. Yeah. Talk to Same animals. Here. All right. Last one. There's a time machine in front of you, Will. It says 
the destination is the first concert you've ever attended. Where are you? And what do you remember the most about that day? First concert I was at? Fuck, where was it? Um, and do you take the trip? Oh, oh, first concert. I think it was a music festival. And I was watching like a, a pretty underground band. They were called the Bamboos. Bamboos. Um, okay. Yeah, they were like a funk, like funk soul uh, quintuplet, I think. I would totally go back there. That was vibes. We were just like how in, long in a circle. Uh, t- 2007? Yeah, 2007. So we were just like kicking hacky sacks in a, in a circle. It was like, you know, Man, not overly sacks. packed, but it was, it was dope. Would you go I'll back in that trip? Would, yes. Okay. So what do you, so uh, w- do you have like the ticket stuff from that day? I don't know how, if you're, if you're like sentimental, like me, do you have like oh, ticket no, stuff, like, f- pictures? <laughs> no, I don't, was, like, dude, I don't keep thing. anything. And my girlfriend roasts me for not having any like pictures of me as a kid or anything. Like she has to ask my mom. Cause yeah, I, I am like the most minimalist person. I'll just like throw things out all the time. If, if it's like, if I'm not utilizing it, like if it's got no sort of like, uh, tangible purpose that I can I'm like make. a crazy person now. You're making me think like I'm I, dude, I keep, Are you just like, bored? I keep like receipts from like nineteen ninety six, dude. Like Dang. it's in, like from like Blockbuster. Block there's only like one blockbuster left in the entire world, but that's where you would rent movies. I mean that could that could make you some some coin. That's that's probably smart. Maybe, but it's like, you know, it's like do you want to keep that for myself? Because you know I, I always like to look back on certain things in my life. But anyway, mm-hmm. you know but uh, that's cool, man. The bam, bam, bamboos. Okay, are they going to say bam majera? <laughs> bam, bam, bam majera. <laughs> Almost did now. The bamboos. Uh, no, are, the bamboos were sick. They were are really. They, cool. Are they still around? Uh maybe. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have to look them up, man. But Will, yeah. this has been, uh, bro. This has been a lot of fun, dude. Thank you so much for. We deep dive, hey. Yeah, man. Do you have any like last words? Just any shout outs? Anything you like to plug in or mention? As far as we um, I would say anyone who's who's listened to because uh, like if somebody's like segued here from from one of the singles or something like that and they're like if you're honest listen to the album because it's a mixed bag and even if you find like one song that that hits different for you that's you know that that could be something like that carries you into our what we got coming because what we have coming after this is just different to love language as well so yeah there's all sorts of different vibes just if if you dig what we're doing have a listen and yeah if you don't then there's other bands that you can listen to instead that too but hey uh make sure wind waker's on your list first everyone is listening this is will king let's go from wind waker Sorry. and uh love language drops so basic much. no thank you bro i mean it's i mean i can't wait till we do this again i gotta have you back on i mean we've been over an hour we could talk for another like two hours if we wanted to but oh yeah but. dude this could be a full podcast we could start a podcast we, we could start we a should. podcast we today start a po- yeah right now this is our podcast uh, <laughs> make a money moves I, I don't have a name for it but i feel like you guys are good with names with the whole legend of zelda I, i'll i'll yeah. leave you with the name but we mm. yes yes on the podcast and uh Speaking of podcasts, this is also heard on every podcast stream out there. Choose your streaming service, whichever you want. Check us out on interviewonfire.com. And do me and Will a favor, everyone. You know, buy the record because the bands can't do it without your help. You know, it goes a long way if you just buy the record, especially with what's happened in, you know, last two years. Mm. Bro, I still buy records that's sitting in the corner of my room, right? I'm very old-fashioned like that. I like the hard copy. And yeah. hey, you don't take it may, pictures. It's tangible. I, it means something. It right? really does. And I've, a lot of hard work went into that piece that's sitting in your room. You know, you can look back on it. Mm. And it's, I feel like it's like a time machine almost looking back. We talk about our time machines, right? What, back, what? But, <laughs> but man, uh, Will, stay safe out there, man, in Australia. Dude, have a great release. Uh, we'll keep in touch, yeah, man. man. I'll keep you posted once this podcast. Have a great airs. day. Uh, are you, it's, you have an Easter right now? Is this Easter Monday for yeah, you? Yeah, this is Easter Monday. It is 9 p.m. So I am going to get some food. I have not eaten since oh, like, shit. In like nine hours. I am starving. It's just Damn. nonstop for me, bro. But, but man, come to <laughs> Texas, dude. We, um, I mean, we got to have some barbecue. I'll help you guys book a show here. Okay. Just keep in Ooh. touch. And hit, uh, hit that brisket. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? Dude, I'm going to get you the perfect brisket for this. We'll do the interview with the brisket on the plate, all right? With with you, right. Jesse, Indy, or Chris, whoever wants yeah, to do we'll, that. We'll, we'll get the drinks and, and you get the brisket. It's a deal. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. All right, well, stay safe, brother. Right, Much love, brother. Um, I'll yeah, talk I to you next you. time, all right? All right.
Peace, buddy. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire Podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.